The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today I'm going to talk about a topic that is sometimes a little bit of a hard sell in spiritual communities, but it is one that I have been asked to speak about by a couple of listeners, and it is also in a lot of ways one of my very favorite spiritual topics, and that is the idea of surrender, right? The idea that when we are able to release our attachments to the things that happen in life, we experience a greater level of peace joy, and spiritual alignment. And of course, there's a lot of people that teach around spiritual surrender. This is not a new topic. But one of my favorites and a more modern voice on the topic is Tosha Silver. And Tosha has written the books Outrageous Openness, It's Not Your Money, and oh gosh, there's one more, uh, Change Me Prayers. So three amazing books, and she is a powerhouse of teaching about what she calls offering and what I would think of as spiritual surrender and the art of learning to let go. And what motivated this today as well is my own experience with working with Tosha and my own experience with spiritual surrender. So I kind of want to start a little bit right there. A lot of people do have this misconception, right, when we talk about spiritual surrender, right, when we talk about letting go, that it means that you've given up. And I remember years ago, I was working with a coach, doing my own early spiritual development work, and a lot of it was her holding the space, and I've talked about this before, and me hearing my guides for the first time and really feeling into it, and my guides showing me a little blueprint actually of the kind of work that I do with others today. So I learned it by doing it on myself first with the beautiful assistance of this amazing coach who was with me and held the space for me and supported me through it. So it was really amazing. And I remember working with her years ago. This coach was not Tosha Silver. So I'm not trying to confuse you guys here. But anyway, I was um, working with her and I remember all of a sudden I just had this understanding, this realization about the power of surrender and that 
it wasn't about giving up. It wasn't about capitulating. It wasn't about being a victim. It was just about releasing. It was about releasing. It was about releasing attachments to what I thought should or shouldn't be. It was about going with the flow of life. And I realized too in this moment, and again, it wasn't one of those moments that your mind does it, like I'm doing it now by giving you words. It was one of those whole body knowing of, oh, I get this deep in my being. But I realized too, right, that in letting go was my power. So that surrender wasn't being powerless at all. It was quite the opposite. It was stepping in fully and completely to my own personal agency, to my own personal power in that higher sense. And I recognized that the more I was able to do that, the more I would feel empowered in my life. So fast forward, I don't know, I want to say eight, nine years, (laughs) maybe a little bit more, somewhere along those lines, maybe even 10. I had the remarkable experience to do a workshop with Tosha Silver. And I think it was a whole week-long workshop. It was amazing. And if you ever have an opportunity to take a workshop with Tosha Silver, I would highly recommend it because she is the bomb. But she had a little exercise that we did midway through the workshop where you get this coconut and you sit with this coconut and you meditate with this coconut into this coconut, you put an issue, you put something that you want to work on that you're ready to release. So maybe I'm a little bit of an overachiever, maybe not, but I sat with my coconut and I thought I had the best idea. I thought I was just so smart. And my idea was, since this was a workshop on spiritual surrender, that what I really wanted to put into that coconut was my fear of the process of life. Just that, right? I wanted to let go of everything that all the fears that I had that came up that made me want to micromanage life, that made me want to cling on to the desire for life to go a certain way, for me to be afraid that just living in my body and having this experience, right? I wanted to release those fears. Sounds really easy, right? Well, it did to me. I thought I was brilliant, right? Other people are letting go of relationships and they're letting go of needing to micromanage their kids and they're letting go of loss and career stuff. But no, I went right to the core and I said, no, I want to let go of the fear of the process of life. So you put all of your problem into this little coconut and you sit with it. You see the little face in the coconut because apparently if you look at a coconut in a certain way, it has a face. And you meditate on it. And then when it's all good and full with your problem and the thing that you're ready to let go of, you go and you smash it, right? You smash it. So pouring rain, thunderstorm, the thunder was pretty much done, but it was still like pouring, pouring, pouring rain. And we're heading under an awning and throwing our coconuts out and smashing them. And everyone's doing it. And everyone is having this huge release as their coconut shatters. So I throw my coconut, right? And it kind of like just chips a little bit. So I got to run out in the rain, pick it up, throw it again. And then it breaks a little more. I got to run back out in the rain, pick it up, throw it again. About five smashes later, the thing is finally smashed. And I can go inside and, and towel off and... I am ready to feel amazing, right? Because I released the fear of the process of life. I embodied the whole meaning of this workshop. I am ready now to experience spiritual surrender. Unfortunately, what happened for me was a little bit different than everyone else. And after I smashed that coconut, it was like, oh my God, 
<laughs> I was so emotionally activated. <sighs> because maybe, you know, what I had asked for was, and maybe it could have been, but it turned out that my lofty ideals required just a little bit more life experience to work through, right? And that is all good. So I didn't feel that much better after that one. We did do another couple of days of rituals. And at the end of the last fire burning ritual, I felt pretty amazing. But I feel like what happened for me in that experience was I set an intention, And for me, that intention was, first of all, again, overachiever, come on, Victoria, letting go of the fear of the process of life, that sort of saying like, let me me just get this life thing overall all together and just be awakened now. And not saying that can't happen for you, but it just figures that that's where my mind would go. But anyhow, it turned out to be a really powerful and potent process. And I did find over the next, I would say, two years, definitely... 2019, and then dribbles and drabbles because, you know, we've had lots of craziness over the last few years since that happens. I really have found more and more that that intention has started to come true for me and come to fruition. And I have released a lot of fears, a lot of fears. And I think that too, because fear still comes up for me because of the being human and stuff. But I feel now more that I have deepened my commitment to flowing with the process of life and recognizing that life is way wiser than my ego, than my small mind could ever be. And that sometimes things that do feel really horrifying, really confusing, if we can sit with them, if we can surrender to them, if we can surrender to the parts of ourselves that can't surrender to them, because you know it's normal to be resistant sometimes. And so that's when we have to surrender and, and release our resistance to our resistance. Got it? I've noticed more and more that I do live from a place of inspiration, from a place of joy, from a place of surrender. And though I can't say that there aren't moments because I am human, those moments are few and far between. And when they come up, the remedy that I always use is to surrender, right? Wherever I can find it. And so that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about this today. Now, you may or may not choose to go get a coconut and release (laughs) your fear of the process of life. That might be something that you would do, or that might be something that you would think, oh my God, Victoria, what were you thinking? But whatever, for me, that goal has been so potent and important because so many of us live our lives guided by fear. And I lived my life guided by fear right? Trying to avoid the things that I feared, trying to set up my world such that bad things didn't happen. The problem with that was my fear was dictating my life, right? It was dictating my life and it was limiting me. Now, I'm not telling you, you know, to do stupid things. Nowhere in those 18 months did I ever do anything really crazy or dumb. I'm not an adrenaline junkie by any means. But I did start to feel into places where I was limited by fears. Most of them for me were pretty irrational fears or not very important fears or, you know, they weren't fears about doing anything that could harm me. They were more fears about being uncomfortable or being hurt or being emotionally vulnerable, right? Because for most of us, those are the kind of fears that dictate our lives. Some of us have a few phobias of something crazy happening and even those things, right? People that have phobias of flying or, you know, those kind of things, those are usually not fear or sharks. Those are not usually fears of things that are super likely, right? So a lot of us are dictated and guided by fears of things that are not life-threatening, but feel that way. 
Right. And the guides are reminding me the deeper message isn't just letting go of fear, but learning to have a new relationship with it, learning to have a new orientation with it where you don't let it control your life. And you recognize that there is a higher purpose, a higher cause, a higher self, a higher you, a higher plan. That was the word I was probably looking for, a higher plan. And that when we can release and align with that, then we don't have to sweat the small stuff, right? We don't have to worry about what happens. And also when that happens, when we have something that is displeasing to our ego, because we're all going to have those experiences sometimes in life where something happens that doesn't go the way our mind thinks it should. When we really master the art of surrender, we tend, number one, not to identify with the things that go wrong. We don't say as much, oh, this thing happened, there must be something wrong with me, right? And we also are more able to see the bigger perspective and to even sometimes find joy in the things that we might have thought before were the worst possible thing that could happen. And I promise you, it's a thing. It can happen. I've had a number of things in my life over the last 18 months, as many of you have, right? It's been crazy since 2020 when I started this podcast. There's been a lot of big, you know what, going down for many of us. And I I have not been immune. I've had a lot of crazy things happen. But what I know is that deep well of surrender that I've started to grow within me, it's a resource. It is a blessing. It keeps me going, right? When I'm starting to feel like, oh my God. And it also helps me accept the things that I can't control and really see through them more and more to where these things are benefiting me. And I'm not a fan of having this idea, right? That suffering is good and that, you know, we get bonus points on earth the more we suffer, the more you you get points on the other side because, you know, your spirit guides are like, oh my God, do you know what she did? Oh my God, you know, she did so great, right? Because at the end of the day, your job here on earth and your soul wants you to be happy. <laughs> your spirit wants things to be easy. And suffering is a part of life that I think many of us still experience. And it's been the way that souls have chosen to learn on earth for a lot, a lot, a lot of time. But it's not inevitable. And it's not, in my understanding, the way of the future. But it's still a thing for most of us now. And Even so, right, a Buddhist would tell you, I think Eckhart Tolle might tell you, there's this idea, right, what makes suffering is not what's happening out there, but how you're responding to it. And in fact, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not a Buddhist, so don't quote me on this, but the basic idea, right, is that when you release attachments to what's going on out there, you actually end suffering, right? So think about that. So letting go of the fear of the process of life in a lot of ways will end that suffering. And when events in the outside world happen that might cause suffering, right, you let go. So you don't suffer so much at all. And that's actually been my experience. I cannot tell you that every moment of my life is happy sauce perfect, although a lot of it's pretty amazing. But I do know more and more as I learn to surrender, as I learn to let go, I am guided towards the path you know, the path of alignment, basically. So I'm guided in the direction that will get me out of a mess faster than if I resist it and fight it and try to figure it out with my mind. 
I also feel the more I let go, the more I can go into a situation that really is challenging and in the past might have caused deep suffering. And I don't feel it in the core of my being to the same extent because there is within me this deep and growing well of trust for the process of life. And that's what it meant, right? That's what I was asking for when I smashed that coconut. I was asking to please help me find deeper trust in this process of this human experience. And the guides are laughing because they're saying, by the way, Victoria, if you did not trust the human process, and right, if you did not trust the process of life, you wouldn't even have imagined that you would smash that coconut, right? So it came from a very deep place of trust and a deep knowing that even allowed me to make that goal, that intention to release those fears. So cool. I'm so glad they pointed that out. Trusting life really means that we live from that higher level of awareness where we know that everything in life serves a purpose. When we know our higher self always has our back, when we understand that every experience is happening for us, not to us, and when we start to align with our higher and deeper power. Fear comes from a clinging on with the ego, with the mind, with that lower self trying to control, right? And it tries to control through fear because for many of us, right, the ego, the mind, our conditioning, however you want to call it, has really taught us that that is the ticket to preventing all suffering in life, right? That we're not safe really is what our conditioning is, that you're not safe unless you do X, Y, and Z to protect yourself right? But you are safe nine out of 10 times. And leading by fear does not actually create safety. It creates more fear, more things to be fearful of, more fearful experiences. And very most importantly, it creates suffering. But the mind's going to do what the mind's going to do. And it tries to keep you locked through fear because that's all it knows. When we learn to release that and trust more in the process of life, we start to see even our fears from that broader lens. We tend to go above them now and we see through life the way our soul sees. And we start to experience the miracles and magic everywhere, not just in the places where our small mind would tell us they should be. As we learn to let go and trust in the process of life, it does not mean that we don't still have desires. It does not mean that we're not still steering the ship. What it does mean is we're steering by aligning, right? Constantly having that conversation with our higher selves, feeling in more and more to our deeper awareness, allowing our intuition and not our small mind to guide us. And especially guide us through the moments that are a little bit funky, but also guide us for the moments that are magical, right? Because the more magic we experience and allow ourselves to bring in, the more we will experience it in the future. It's the gift that just keeps growing. So when we live from this highest perspective, when we live in alignment with our higher truth rather than our fear, right? We see life from a very different lens and fear becomes optional, if not completely irrelevant. So as I wrap up on this topic, I want to remind you that spiritual surrender 
is one of those topics that you can sometimes understand with your mind or not understand with your mind before you really get it on that visceral level. Or if you're like me, you'll get it on the visceral level and then you'll you'll take some time to feel it in your life. And it could be all of the above. But just remember too with those spiritual teachings, if your mind is spinning right now, that is okay. Just take a moment now to power down and to breathe into that part of yourself that already knows and aligns with this beautiful truth. The part of you that knows that life is always on your side, that you are a beautiful spirit, a piece of the divine having this human experience, that you are well, that you are whole, that you are safe, that you are loved, and that this experience here on earth is a manifestation of the miracle, which is you. And the more that you can align with and surrender to this deeper knowing, the easier, more inspiring, more purposeful, more joyful, and more fun your life will become. And in the meantime, If you sometimes forget what I know you already know deep in your being, please be kind to yourself. And while you're at it, just surrender to that. So thank you so much for tuning in. I know this is a topic that we will come back to again because it is such a biggie, but this I think is a really good place to start. And so I am very grateful for the person who reached out and asked me to do an episode on this because it was really fun. If you have a topic that you would like to see covered on the show, please reach out either through the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community, or shoot me an email and I will see what I can do uh, and what the guides want to share about. So thank you as always for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.